coming up. So even he, at some point, at some point, he admitted yes. that he was a people pleaser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apostle Paul said he, he, he was a time in his life he was trying to please people. Yeah. He said, but I, that's not that's not my life anymore. I, I've corrected that. Paul says I fixed that. And so um, now that I'm a servant of Christ, um, I'm not a people pleaser. And Paul, and, and he's telling us that we should not be people pleasers. We should be trying to please the one that we should be serving. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Jesus Christ. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert Scott of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. I have a question for you. What are you looking at? The success of our lives is truly based on what we are keeping our eyes on or who we are keeping our eyes on. Join us for the message where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn discuss the ways we can use our physical and spiritual eyes to live a properly focused life and how our lives are impacted by the way we look at Jesus Christ. Here's part one of the message, Fixing My Look. You know, before... You know, we get into this. I don't want you to start thinking and and thinking about that you need to get an extreme makeover <laughs> or, or going out to buy some new expensive clothes, a new wardrobe. I want to be clear. That's 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 not what we're talking about. I'm, I'm not talking about your appearance, mm -hmm. though. We put a lot of effort into our appearance and we'll talk more about that later. Um, it's something to think about. I'm just wondering if you would put that same effort into fixing your look um, based upon this message today. Okay. And um, though, though, you know, some people might say, you know, when it comes to your appearance, that your that your appearance is broke. You know, you <laughs> you, you do need to fix your appearance. Broke down. Huh? You know, uh, some might say that, and if they do, um, just say, yeah, you might be right. Um, perhaps you know, I could use some new clothes, some new shoes, a haircut. He said, but, but say to them, I'm trying to keep my bank account from being broke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, right. You know, give me some, give me some uh, support for trying to keep my bank account from right, being broke. Right. You yeah. know, I, I'd rather be broke in my clothes than my, yeah. my bank account yeah. being broke. I could, I could use some needle and thread and sew up some stuff. Yeah. If it's tearing apart or whatever. But yeah. I, I, you know, I got to save that cash for something else absolutely and yeah. so i don't want y'all to take this message and say the pastor told me to go fix my look so i gotta get my bank account broke don't blame me for that that's not what this message is about <laughs> but let me get into the message of what we're really talking about and that is something far more important mm -hmm. than fashion and style mm -hmm. um, i'm talking about what you what you use your physical and spiritual eyes mm -hmm. to look at how you look at it, and the attitude you look at it with. All right. In fact, uh, we will see that true success in our lives is based on factors relative to how well we live a life that is properly focused on the greatest person who ever lived. Yeah. So we're talking about how we need to fix the way mm -hmm. we look at Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about today. Amen. So on your outline, write this down. How do I fix my look? Mm -hmm. 
Again, we're talking about the way we look at Jesus Christ. How do I fix my look? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give you some reasons here, some ways here that we can do that. The first is I must admit my look is broken. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit that my look is broken. Mm -hmm. as it pertains to Jesus, the way I look at Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's something wrong with my look at times. Mm -hmm. You got to admit, there's something, there's something wrong at times with my look. I, I, I don't look at Christ the right way all the time. Yeah. Look what Galatians 1.10 says. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? This is Apostle Paul talking. Mm -hmm. Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Y'all hear what Apostle Paul says? Mm -hmm. See, so I, I know I'm talking to you today because Apostle Paul arguably um, did more for the church than anybody other than Jesus Christ. And in my mind, it's really not arguable. He, he did more. <laughs> um, but even he said in the text, if I, if I, if I were still trying yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. yes. to please yeah. people. So even he, at some point, at some point, he, he admitted yes. that he was a people pleaser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apostle Paul said he, he, it was a time in his life. He was trying to please people. Yeah. He said, but I, that's not, that's not my life anymore. I've corrected that, Paul says. I fixed that. Mm -hmm. And so um, now that I'm a servant of Christ, um, I'm not a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. And Paul, and, and he's telling us that we should not be right. people pleasers. We should be trying to please the one that we should be serving. Yep. Yeah. And that's Man. Jesus Christ. Man. Something we got to remind ourselves all the time. Yes. Because I think all of us are in a habit at some point in yeah. time where we're trying to please someone else. Yeah. And we have we're, we're balancing out. Well, I know this is right or whatever, but, you know, we're trying to please that person. Yeah. But, yeah, we got to take it back to the word. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And look what it says here in First Samuel 16, 7. It says the Lord does not look at the things people look at. All right. So right there, that tells us right there. Okay, I'm I'm a, I'm a person. I'm, yeah. I'm people. Right. 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 And God looks at something that differently than I do, then I know right there, I got to fix my look. Right. Because I need to start looking at what God looks at. And then the text reads on. Mm -hmm. People look at the outward appearance, mm -hmm. but the Lord looks at the heart. Amen. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we got to fix our look. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, the world teaches us to pursue what looks good outwardly. We learn that from our culture. And, you know, like getting that trophy wife or husband, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Wearing outfits that reflect the current style. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the world teaches us right. to look at it's the It's everywhere, outfit. right? It's all this everywhere. It's on TV, magazines, yeah. books. Yeah. 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 The world teaches us to say a house is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it is. But is it a home? <laughs> 
Okay. You know, I hear some Luther about to start playing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, they, yeah, that's a pretty house. That's an outstanding house on the outside. Right. The lawn is all plush. Yeah. You know, the paint job is good. It has, a, you know, deck in the back, a pool and all that. But when you go inside, there's chaos among the people. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. see, see, we 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 like the outside appearance. The world yeah. teaches that, yeah. um, but that's not what God looks at. It God looks at the heart. We have to live um, counterculturally, culturally in this way. So we are not talking about the way we look. We look to people. Right. Not what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Rather, we are talking about the way we look at people. Mm -hmm. And not just people, but at life in general. You got to change the way we look at life in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we need to fix it. Yeah. Look what Luke 12, 23 says. For life is more than food mm -hmm. and the body more than clothes. Yeah. Amen. So it says life is more than the food we put in our body. Mm -hmm. And life and, and the body is more than clothes we put on our body. And so yeah. we, we got a tendency to look at those things, at those things, and not look at what God looks at. Yes. And then John 14, 6 says this to us. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So life, so the life we should be looking at is Jesus Christ. Amen. As we look at life, we're really looking at a person. Mm -hmm. If we want to really look at life. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk more about that. So we need to fix the way we look at Christ. Amen. The second thing that we can do to fix our fix that I that I can do that you can do to fix your look, I must believe it is possible to fix it. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to call that the hopeful look. Yeah, there's hope. The hopeful look. I, if I believe that it's possible to fix it, then I can have I can begin to embrace and demonstrate the hopeful look. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my attitude should be characterized by hope mm -hmm. as a follower of Christ. If I'm looking at Christ properly, yeah. I should have an attitude of hope, a hopeful look. Look what Hebrews 11.10 says in verse and 13. For he was, speaking of Abraham, for he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. You see, Abraham was looking at yeah. uh, all these in verse 13 and all these people were still living by faith when they died. So they were, he gave a list before all of that. I, it's not all on your paper, mm -hmm. but a list of a bunch of saints who made the hall of faith in Hebrews, yeah. the book of Hebrews, that who, who folks who were who lived by faith when they died who were still living by faith when they died and then the text reads on they did not receive the things promised they only saw them and welcomed them from a distance they saw them they was looking at them from a distance admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth 
So this passage is talking about a long list of folks like that live by faith, including Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Moses, and a whole host of others that the it mentions in Hebrews mm -hmm. that were living by faith. faith. Amen. Amen. And they were looking at the right thing. See, see, they were, they see, we, we here in the New Testament, we, we, we're looking back to Christ when Christ was here. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were looking forward to Christ. And we're looking forward too because we know he's going to return yeah, again. Come again. Right. Sure. And so, but they were looking forward. Look what Hebrews 12:1a says. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So these lists of people who live by faith are witnesses yeah. to living a life by faith. They're witnesses to it. And we're surrounded by them. And then it's, it's telling us how they, they had a broken look that they fixed. And so it's giving us encouragement that we can fix our look too, because mm -hmm. this right. is a whole list of people who did it. Amen. And this gives me hope that I can fix my look because they did it. Amen. Amen. The third thing that we can do to fix our look is I must remove some things from my life. Mm -hmm. I must remove some things from my life. And I want to, I want to call this the unobstructed look. Yeah. <laughs> the unobstructed look. Yeah. Well, when I get these things out the way, I can remove all the things that's blocking my vision and my keeping me helping, just keeping me from keeping my eyes on Jesus. Right. Look what the text says in Hebrews 12, 1 a, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. So we got to remove some Man. things because there are things that gets in the way, things that hinder us. The King James says well, on the part about trips us up, it said it's so while sin easily besets us, yes. the King James says. And yes. I, I like that because what this is saying is saying it, it, it means that sin is skillfully attacking us mm. on every side. Mm -hmm. That's right. See, sin will sin can can destroy everything. Mm hmm. Y'all get, get that? Yeah. Sin can ruin everything. Mm -hmm. And we've seen sin wreak havoc in the lives of people. Yeah, They lose their family. They lose their job. They lose their house. They lose because, and the root cause of it all was sin, sin. got in. Yeah. Jesus talked about how a little leaven can spoil the whole lump. Right. Right. It can, it can cause all of it to go bad. Mm-hmm. And this is why we got to keep our eyes on Jesus and get rid of the weights, the things that hinder Amen. us and, and the sin that, that hinder us. Amen. We need to remove it um, from our lives so we can look at Christ un without any ob obstructions. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's what good. we got to be able to Amen. do. Amen. So how do I fix my look? Um, the fourth way is I must intensify my approach. I must intensify my approach. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to call this one the momentum look. Mm -hmm. The momentum look. Amen. All right. 
Hebrews uh, 12, 1b says, and let us run. <laughs> let us run. And let us run. <laughs> All right. Uh, running um, the, 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 the whole idea of running is more intense than walking. I'm sure y'all know yes, that. Right? Yes. If you don't ask your knees, ask your knees, your knees to tell you. <laughs> if, if, if you you real young, you, you know, you, you probably don't feel it. But as you get older, yeah, you, know, you start your, your knees, knees, your knees start talking. And they be like, what you trying to do? <laughs> somebody got you, somebody got it wrong. They, you, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But, but in any case, this text is telling us that we should be running. <laughs> Jay said 40 to 60s, no. <laughs> I can attest to that, yes, yeah. yes. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, Pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. So this is really telling us to have a calculated, resolute mind, conviction, and to, to operate in mind over matter. Yeah, life gets hard sometimes, but I'm going to endure. I'm going to persevere, and I'm not going to flinch. I'm going to be determined to press on as I'm fixing my look. Thank you for listening.